I say it <laughs> wrong at least about 90% of the time. still mispronounce it now that we've had this conversation, but I'm going to try.
Good evening and welcome to tonight's meeting, the August 18th, 2020 meeting of the Historic Preservation Committee. Madam Clerk, can you please call the roll? Yes. Committee Member Muller. Here. Vice Chair Soriano. Here. Chair Purcell. No, we do not. Um, we can then move on to consent item number one, which is approval of the Historic Preservation Committee meeting minutes um, from our last meeting. And I am going to actually just go ahead and make a motion to um, continue that approval because we have some items that need to be And can you continue that, uh, I guess? I'm trying to think of when the next meeting would be, but I don't think we'll need a date certain because it's just a minute. So just a continuance will be fine. So I will make a motion to continue the meeting, the meeting minute approval at a date uncertain. I'll second. Committee member Muller. Yes. Vice Chair Soriano. Yes. Chair Purcell. Yes. The motion is passed. Yes, thank you. Item number two on the agenda is for project 220075 located at 39 North California Street. Next slide, please. The project site is located in downtown Ventura within the urban core north of Main Street along North California Street. Uses in the general vicinity include commercial uses such as restaurants, retail, offices, and a motion picture theater. Next slide, please. The proposed project is for historic design review of the existing building. For context, there are very minor improvements proposed in the adjacent parking lot to comply with accessibility requirements. Next slide, please. The existing building at 39 North California Street, also known as the Benton or Duval and Buckingham Building, was constructed in 1927 per county assessor records by Jules Markle and Son and designed by architects Marston, Van Pelt, and Maybury and consists of brick veneer and plaster detailing. Following the building's original construction in 1927, there were two subsequent additions. In 1938, shown in blue, an addition of board-formed concrete construction was added to the south side of the original 1927 building. In 1984, shown in yellow, a second addition of concrete masonry unit construction was added to the west rear of the original 1927 building. Several original windows on the north, east, and south sides of the building were replaced in 1984. The Benton Orr Duval and Buckingham building was identified in the 2007 Historic Resources Survey update for the downtown specific plan as a contributor to the locally eligible Main Street Commercial Historic District. Next slide, please. The existing building is a 9,639 square foot, two-story office building. No additional square footage is proposed and there will be no change in use. The building will remain as an office. In total, there are five proposed window changes and accessibility improvements to allow the continued use of the building. Next slide, please. 
On the east or front elevation along California Street, the proposed accessibility improvements include the addition of a 36-inch metal hand-painted guardrail and concrete stoop to the main entrance, shown as item 14, along with an accessible concrete ramp with handrails and concrete walls, shown as item 16. One window change is proposed. Item 15 is the proposed installation of a new steel frame double hung window in a window opening that was previously infilled with concrete to match the 1938 condition. Next slide, please. On the north or side elevation along the alleyway, one window change is proposed, shown as item 21. The existing window is proposed to be replaced to the original size and detail of the adjacent window, which is of steel sash to match the 1927 condition. Next slide, please. On the south side elevation, three window changes are proposed. Item 20 is the proposed installation of one new window, which is to be the same size and material, hollow metal, as the window existing at the north elevation, which is the 1984 condition. Item 17 is the proposed infill of the existing door with board form concrete for a window as the accessibility improvements being proposed will render the door unusable. Item 18 is the proposed installation of two hollow metal windows to match the adjacent windows existing at the lower level. Next slide, please. Overall, the project proposes to restore windows that had been previously replaced or filled in with concrete with in-kind replacements that match the original windows and the current existing condition, which assists with restoring the building's original appearance. Therefore, staff recommends the HPC recommend the Community Development Director approve the historic design review. Thank you. No. Just wondering who knows. Um, any other questions of staff? Nope. Not to me. Um, do we have the applicant here this evening? Is this going to kind of, do we have anything the applicant would like to address us on? Just one thing to say. If you bring up the south elevation again. So, on the lower level of the um, 38 building, those, those two windows right side by side mold together on the left and another window. Those uh, windows in the were um, removed in the 1984 and, and um, substituted in the same openings with metal, hollow metal frames. So that's why on the two that we're, we're putting in, we uh, want to remain consistent with that lower yeah, elevation. And other than that. I'm curious, um, on the primary elevation, so you're, you are replacing, I, yeah, can you see the side of the elevation? One of these windows, yes? The one on That's the- all the way on the left. On the, on the far left. And then we found it during demolition. That it had not been in the '84 plans. It had shown that it had been filled in, okay. um, and and uh, so we found it again and thought, why not, why not bring it back? Yeah, more windows are better, right? Right, especially facing the street. Mm -hmm. It's a small window. It, it is kind of. Yeah. yeah. But the, if you look at the 
Southside again, the 38 edition had these small, smaller sort of double hung windows. Interesting. Um, and so on the alley, yeah, on the alley side, which is the north entrance, so one of these steel, or two, which of these steel shafts was in your case? The eight and? So in 1984, the, the uh, steel sash window on the right was filled in and removed, so it was a lot, it was a lot higher. Um, when we did the demo, we found the, the original opening and we want to bring it back down and replace it with the steel sash that that is was there before. Okay, so that's not currently there. No. Okay. So number twenty one is the one you're referring to. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's about so it'll the, match the, the other sill two. is raised up about three or four feet higher, and it's sort of plastered in. And then the I don't know what kind of window. It almost looks like plexiglass. Yeah. Because of the okay. Do you have any other questions that you have? Well, I'll. I'll address this here. Maybe that we'll just deliberate about it. Um, one of the standards called out, um, standard interior standard number four. Uh, most properties change over time. These changes that those changes that have acquired historic significance in their own right shall be retained and preserved. And of course, like a lot of buildings in our downtown, there's been several changes over time, and uh, you know there's kind of an overlap in in these styles. I, I tried to figure out how many different windows there are, and I think there's three windows on four sides, uh, you know, between the, the 1927 style and the 1984 style, and maybe something left over from 1938. Um, and I'm not trying to argue this, I just uh, was wondering to what extent, if you know, uh, have the 1984 changes been considered historically significant since they seem to be driving the window design for most of this? Well, from my opinion, I, I hope not, uh, <laughs> because the 1984, it, it was prior to any real uh, desire to um, look at buildings historically. Right. And, and um, I know for a fact the architect at that time was very known for to be a pragmatist. Sure. And he just put in the cheapest um, code-complying windows that he could with no regard for, for you know, the surrounding. Right. Uh, well, yeah, 1984, they didn't probably have any uh, surveys or any, any guidelines on it. Still tearing down buildings. Yeah. And uh, here we are in 2021. We're, what, a couple, three years away from 40 years of 1984. Uh, but but your understanding is is that there were no guidelines uh, at the time the modification was made, and that uh, you know uh, those things don't have historic significance. I guess. Right. And so what we tried to do was was relate to adjacent context. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in putting it back together. Sure. Yeah. And we can talk further when we deliberate, but that's right. actually why I was asking about the base line too, because right. that would be helpful in this scenario. But We do not.
the changes that are going on there, it's not something to get too hung up on, honestly. Um, but that is that it would be um, it would be useful and something to take. I think I concur with the conclusion here. Our due diligence is to examine all these possibilities and, and try and reconcile that with what you know we think the community needs. And um, I would agree that um, the selection of the windows, complicated as it is to describe, was done with an eye towards making everything consistent and, and working together. And I took a look down there before I came over, and it's really very you know very well done. Um, Well, I, like, I also like that the windows are honoring those original openings as well. Yeah. So, and that the ADA is reversible. And the steel plaque on the brick bond aren't changing, and then on the side elevation, mm -hmm. those are the original uh, bonds, right? Yeah. yeah. Where a 1927 window makes sense, they're going to do that. Where it, it would be sticking out with the other stuff that's there, they're going to reconcile that. And I think we have to do a lot of this with a lot of our downtown buildings. They've been modified two or three times in terms of doors and windows, and we're always trying to decide yeah. whether or not they're historically significant, and if they are, does it, you know, uh, warrant some sort of design change? But, I, I you know, it's, it's just uh, more of a, an aesthetic calculation now than it is uh, yeah. uh, technical. And I'm wondering, do you have any thoughts about the ADA features the pretty So just to clarify, yeah, the, the, front, um, the front is supposed to be low-key. We did a similar one on California Street for the 21 California that's right next to Finney's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was a way that we could uh, make the building uh, accessible. Can mm -hmm. you just describe what the feature, what um, 16 actually is? Is that, is it metal? So 16 um, is a ramp that goes switchback ramp that goes down below the street. Oh. And so that's why you don't see any of it. We're gonna retain the trees that are there, but the, the grass area is the area that we're um, putting the ramp and submerging it so that we can get it down. Um, they're gonna like rent the back ground floor spaces, so we need to get ADA mm -hmm. accessibility, and we're trying to do it without the huge impact that an elevator would be mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. the project. Okay, but this accurately reflects like it's what you would see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's down below and there and then there's even it's not really even showing the landscape strip that would be between it and the sidewalk. Okay. And then the railings at the front are attached to that just goes directly into the concrete into the into the um, yeah, the, the, sl the slab, so it's zero at the high end, we zero out, and then it's one step down, similar to the California street. And, you know, the notion was that um, 
it doesn't really impact the building, but it does allow us to, to make that entry accessible. It's a big slope, off, off right up from the door down to the, to the sidewalk. Okay. So it, it doesn't match any, any close to any requirements. Okay. And it's like all the way to the side. Okay, it's just concrete right now. Yeah, it's just a concrete ramp up to the door. I just want to comment that yeah. the um, the, gar the handrail, it says that both features can be removed in the future without damaging the building in the report. So I think that's a plus. That's a huge plus. Yeah, that's a plus. Yeah, that's it from me. <laughs> I personally do not have any additional comments. I'm excited to see somebody back in that building. Um, And I second. Committee member Muller. Yes. Vice Chair Soriano. Yes. Chair Purcell. Yes. The motion passes. And I noticed this on the last email I got about a meeting notice. I have not been replying to the little box at the bottom that says I will attend or won't attend. And I'm not sure that's been consistent. Are you expecting that? Because uh, No, we just <laughs> we really just send those out as a reminder. So just to have those on your calendar. Okay. Yeah, we we assume you'll be here or you'll let us know if you're not. Okay. Well then I'll continue not to respond if <laughs> as long as I can remember to be here. Thank you. And just uh, some additional info from staff. Uh, we will be canceling the first HPC meeting in September, so we can go ahead and clear the, clear those dates out for you. Um, we it would be September 22nd, and we don't have any items on that agenda at this time. Uh, so, and we I don't know that we anticipate getting any before then. Okay. Okay. Good to know. We'll make note of that. And that's all we have.